0: the spanish announce table
1: it is episode 429 of the spanish announce table and we had one of the biggest weeks of the year uh, in pro wrestling we've got a lot of stuff to talk about but even beyond the biggest year of pro wrestling the biggest news story maybe in the history of news or mm-hmm. wrestling news has broken out throughout this weekend as well uh and God damn, I don't even know where we're going to go tonight. You should join us live on YouTube. If you're listening back to this later on the podcast, shame on you. Shout out friend of the show, Dak Draper. Um, you, you should be watching live like our good friends Theo75. Uh, P that is, is in the chat. So is Jeffrey Sills. Jeffrey Sills brings up something maybe we ought to hit on that I, I forgot about. Uh, he says, rest in peace, Bushwhacker Butch. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he says, the That's Guns, new favorite tag team. But uh, yeah, that is unfortunate, man. The Bushwhackers, man. I, what else can you say? But like, you're a kid our age. Like, this is what you uh, did, right? My I dad mean, was on a softball team that was sponsored by a bar named the Bushwhackers, and I was just like, "Hell, you're the Bushwhackers!" And I was mm-hmm. running around. I was like their unofficial mascot.
0: Well, and what's wrestling. crazy is so is that is that's the iconic kids wrestling team, right? I think WWE has always tried to replicate that niche with teams after that. I would even say to a lesser extent, street profits would probably be that team right now. You know, the hey we're stirring it. You know what I mean? It's always a party. Always Always a party. It's always always something, right? But the crazy thing about the bushwhackers is honestly, you could make a case that when they were in Australia before they came over to the WWE, uh when they were the sheep, oh God, I just left me. Sheep herders. Sheep herders, I think, yeah. And they were heels. That's probably their best work. So an incredible career. Um, very no, unfortunate. No, Tom,
1: wrestling historian. By the way, Tom has been updating yep. you uh, on the social medias of a wrestling, random wrestling match of the day. Is that what it is? I forget.
0: Yeah, I just do a wrestling match of the day. So today's wrestling match, let me check to make sure I ain't fucking around here, uh, comes to you from, <clears throat> is it SummerSlam? I think mm, it I is. I think it was. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam slam 2002 Shawn michaels triple h street fight so there you go
1: now caveat you got to go find it search for it on the youtube like you gotta do a little work here but tom's just giving you the suggestion of like if you're oh, like yeah. i want to watch a wrestling match
0: watch this one well and you know why i do that is i give you the photo to like hey if you're trying to find it this is what it'll look like you know but here's the re- thing that i don't like about it is you know uh For example, I I listen to an MMA podcast and they'll post fight links, but it'll be to UFC fight pass. I don't have UFC fight pass because I don't fucking support that shit. Right. So it's like, well, fuck that. And then I don't want to give you a YouTube link if you're like, I watch all my WWE on the peacock. So it's just like, here it is. You fucking, however you consume wrestling, you'll find it. But this is what it looks like. So, yeah, Um, 100%. Uh, But Tim, I tell you what, did we do four lines? of wrestling cocaine and snort it all at once because that's what it feels like huh
1: wrestling cocaine, yes that's what yes it was wrestling I cocaine mean,
0: there was so much that happened we're not even going to touch on because we don't have enough time Dante Martin broke his leg in an incredible wrestling match Eddie Kingston and Claudio probably had their best match of their career arguably and that's not even going to get talked about even though we could maybe later on uh roh pay-per-view was out, outstanding we had bron breaker turn heel in nxt and carmelo and his dad turned heel in real life well maybe in, he didn't in, turn but we just got exposed. Yeah, right, but, right, you know. Right, right, yeah. uh, and then carmelo what's his name
1: hayes yes it's dana, dana brooke. <laughs> brooke yeah uh
0: <laughs> it's carmelo, yeah, carmelo hayes. hayes. yes carmelo hayes is your new nxt champ and here's the thing hashtag tweet the table hashtag tweet the table I'm wanting to know more about this guy, but I'm not going to fucking do deep dives in my own research because fuck that um, hashtag tweet table with any links or stories that I should know any promos or matches that were like, this is the definition of who this guy is. I want to know more about him because okay. he seems cool. He seems cool. Right. But yeah, all of that stuff uh, will not get covered on the show because there's so much to talk about. And as Tim so mentioned, so much rest of and cocaine biggest, story of our lifetime so far happened this weekend where Tim you you're better with the business stuff I'm gonna say it with like a smooth brain idiot way of dumbing it down but you'll give us the details of what this UFC WWE Endeavor yes mess is all about so Endeavor is known I'd say you
1: know you're a a hyper MMA fan so you might chime in on these points but Endeavor Mm -hmm. is the parent company Of UFC now, Mm -hmm. from what you've told me, that was smoke and mirrors. That's just fancy name for we had money, we bought it, but yet we're saying, right? Like we're the parent company. You're you're doing this, but that's all. Like there was Endeavor didn't do anything else, right? Right. Yeah.
0: Dana White still stayed in charge. The only thing that honestly changed from when uh, the UFC was purchased by Endeavor is Endeavor was a very successful uh, talent agency before they purchased UFC. Uh, They just fired a bunch of people from the UFC that said, hey, we're not going to have redundancy here. So instead of having two promotional departments, we're just going to have one. So that's really the only thing they did. Dana White still does the day to day. That's what like
1: venture capitalists do, right? Like they 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 invest. They guarantee you like, well, you're going to see all these increased things. And they do that by going like, well, geez, you should lay off these people and
0: you should get rid of these folks. That's how they always do it. Right all right but well so what i'll say on that is yes however it also because again we live in a capitalistic society it is a little silly to have redundancy where you're like i make the graphics for ufc well i make the graphics for ufc well why don't you just do for both okay yeah exactly
1: no and that all makes sense right like and, and to this point it's hey dana you're good at the fight game you kind of suck at running a billion-dollar business. Let us handle that kind of stuff. You do that, and then we'll just put right. together, right? And and that's a great idea. So what WWE has done here <clears throat> has merged with Endeavor, and they will create a new company that is like right now has a placeholder name called like New Corp or something like that. Um, well, it's
0: going to be trading under the name TKO. Right. You know right. you love that.
1: So now they will form this new company. However, like wwe and ufc will operate as like two brands together yeah
0: you got your uh, phone on your microphone i hear a little buzzing in the background
1: oh, oh good look at that look at tom technical fixing the show as we go but so yes they formed this new company merging wwe and an endeavor however the structure of that company will be there's this endeavor board that oversees wwe and ufc as, as these two separate brands right um So, yeah, okay. Um, They're going to do for WWE. Interesting note that I saw was WWE uh, had more revenue than UFC. However, UFC was turning more profits than WWE. So, it'll be interesting to see how some of that shakes out. I think the, for me, here's the, the, I don't know if you want to call this fun, maybe, but it's, it's, if we go, trace back to the Vince McMahon angle of this here. Mm Mm-hmm. This guy got kicked off of his board of his company, forced to resign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, listen, media rights are coming up. I'm going to say no to all of those because I have majority shareholder power unless you put me on the company to broker a sale. He then brokered that sale to a company that created a new company that he is now the executive chairman of the board of. And but that still not board, the CEO. Not CEO, but that board now reports to him
0: that fired him. He's man. Well, yes. (laughs) However, that, that is one way to definitely look at it. And it's very valuable to say that in the sense that look at what he just fucking pulled off. However, the one thing that I would say in a devil devil's advocate way is this is now the first time since Vince senior was telling him what to do that Vince has a legitimate boss and Ari Emanuel. If you're not familiar with who Ari Emanuel is, uh, if you've ever seen the show Entourage, which is somewhat now a dated reference, but go check out the HBO show Entourage. Jeremy Piven's character is based off of Aria Manuel. Ari Manuel Ari Emanuel is a hothead. Ari Emanuel is ruthless. Ari Manuel will rip your heart out and then keep your eyes open as you die and, his, and your heart is in his hands and he's laughing at you as you die. I, he's yeah. that kind of person. Well, I wouldn't
1: be surprised if Vince isn't only there for a short time. He just did well, this to like fuck everybody else over there, like do what he wanted, make his money, and then say, there you guys. So and that's the interesting
0: more. thing because you have Ari Emanuel, who, as I just described, ruthless billionaire. Dana White, ruthless billionaire, a little bit more compassion shown in the past, but still just as much of a double down, fuck you, it's my way or the highway kind of guy. Hates the media because they report facts and that's fucking bullshit. And then you got Vince McMahon, who is The probably the biggest psychopath of the three of them, right? And so, those three in a room, I would guess, isn't going to last long. Um, and who's the oldest of the three? It's Vince, so that's why, yes, don't be shocked if in 2025 Vince says, Hey, what a ride! This was great. I'm gonna go sit on a beach for the last year of my life, or whatever it is, right?
1: Or another rape allegation comes out, and they go like, "Hey, you should." Well, and that's too. but
0: that's the thing here is, so now they're a publicly traded company where he isn't the CEO. So if that shit happens this time around, he can't just do the hush money himself. This shit has yeah. to hit the So fan. how does this work? So
1: because I, I like the overall thing was like 51 percent of WWE stock or stockholders own the company, and 49 percent of Endeavor, but like. Vince now doesn't have this majority shareholder situation in his back. That's what I'm saying. So if
0: Ari Emanuel says, "Hey, the fire is getting too hot, you got to get out of the fucking kitchen," Vince can't double down and say, "Fuck him, I'm going to do a promo on SmackDown." It's like get the fuck out. You're you're not the boss anymore. You know what I mean? So that's the interesting. Put your stuff in a
1: box. And yeah we'll put it in waiting. a trash
0: bag with mickey james's yeah, shit and you can go fucking to the back waiting door. in
1: your uber downstairs get the fuck yeah. out of here <laughs> 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 that would be fun that would be yes. fun but that won't happen i mean hey maybe
0: so there's come. yeah there's a ton of thoughts that i have i actually took some notes i know we don't fact check or do any checking here but i well, did because i got well let's jump well, got, in
1: with a uh, a quick tweet the table Because before we get into that, this is, this one's quick. And and I think we need to touch on it before we go further. Uh, Vince McMahon doing this went full eighties soap opera villain went forties, um, evil villain tying a, a damsel in distress to the train tracks with this mustache that he's got going on. And we gotta tweet the table about it. Use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter to tell us what you think about wrestling all throughout the week. Uh, Theo75 says Vince McMahon looks silly with that mustache. Hashtag tweet the table. Silly isn't the word, is it?
0: He looked like an audience member for the original uh debuting song of Pennies from Heaven that MJF sang. Right? Like <laughs> yeah. he looks like the guy that originally saw that song being performed. Just I weird mean, Just 1940s. Weird. Yeah, smoking film noir a bad detective who gets shot in the first 20 minutes. That's who, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Dick Tracy's understudy. Yeah.
1: You're you know? right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I, yeah, like I said, I wrote down some thoughts and I know we don't fact check and we don't do a lot of prep here, but I got brain fog. So some of the shit I wanted to remember. So I didn't forget it while we were talking. So, uh, Tim, if you don't mind, I'm going to share some of my thoughts bounce Please them do. off you and then see what you think. Here. So, do. yeah things that I thought of with the combined UFC WWE deal, as you mentioned, uh TV rights are coming up, right? And generally speaking, in mergers, one company isn't going to re-up their TV rights, and then the other company let it ex- uh, expire, and then we have this weird kind of jigsaw way of doing television or pay-per-view, whatever it will be streaming now in in, in a merger. So typically, they're both going to wait till hey, we're both done. UFCs with ESPN, WWEs with Peacock and uh Fox, right? So they're both going to wait till that's done. Here's the interesting thing. Even though the numbers still aren't there 100% and streaming services are starting to scale back as far as like we're not just going to give money to everything because it's not really uh quantity over quality as HBO Max is finding out with 70% of their uh staff getting fired because of discovery <laughs> mergers. Um don't be shocked, however, in my eyes, if you see UFC, WWE combined in one app, and here you go, take it or leave it, Peacocks of the World, or we'll do our own fucking shit. And now you have a streaming service where you can watch UFC 162 and SummerSlam 98, right? Yeah. So that would be, well, I'd love that. That would be great for me. <laughs> yeah. um, so don't be shocked if that happens. Now, the second thing, and I think this is the more interesting thing from an outsider's perspective looking in. And I think Jeffrey Sills said this is, oh, when you had mentioned the profits, he says, uh, UFC makes more profits when you pay your fighters nothing. Try not paying your superstars and let's see how many superstars they'll have left. That's the model for the UFC. Their heavyweight champion, arguably the most marketable fighter potentially they've ever had. This guy's name is Francis Ngannou. He hits, it was measured at the same rate as being in a 45 mile per hour car wreck in a sedan. That's how hard he hits you, right? That's it, huh? And he's, and he has these um, immigrant stories where he lived on the sand. He went to Paris, lived out of a car. Like his story is a Disney movie with violence, right? And he's their heavyweight champion. And he said, I want to get paid like heavyweight champion. Fun fact off of that, he got paid $600,000 in his last UFC uh, title fight. To give perspective, Rocky Marciano in 1951 got the same amount. Ooh. Okay, Tyson Fury makes $10 million a fucking fight in boxing. So Francis Ngannou said, hey, let's uh, try to pay me a little more. And the UFC, being notoriously cheap, said, there's the fucking door. And he doesn't fight for the UFC anymore, right? So now that's when not the Roman reigns I'm not interested more in the Roman reigns contract negotiations. I'm more interested in the Shinsuke Nakamura, right? Right. Shinsuke Nakamura's contract comes up. Hey, I'm an international star. You go do a show in Tokyo. I'm your main event. All this shit back in the pre-merger days, Vince might say like, well, goddamn, we'll get four Tokyo shows this year then to get Mars money's worth. Ari Emanuel might say, go fuck that guy. He ain't on our TV. Yeah. When's the last time you saw him? Right. You know, last well, summer. He's
1: going to say, listen, I can, we've talked about this. He might say like, Hey, listen, the moves don't matter. We got tons of guys that we can get for a fourth of the price that can do those moves. And if you're not going to give me any
0: goddamn good story, then they can just fucking go on there and do the moves themselves for a quarter of the fucking price. Right. So that's the interesting thing is all of the contract negotiation behind closed doors where these, you know, higher mid card, lower top of the card kind of guys come up. And what does Ari Emanuel say when Vince says, well, we typically give them this kind of sweetheart deal. Cause they, they did a good favor for us when Roman had COVID or whatever. And he's like, well, I don't fucking care. It's 2024 or whatever it is. Right. So that's my next thought. Now flipping over to the UFC side, because so far we've been focused on WWE. Obviously we're a pro wrestling podcast. Um, So that's we're where pro we're wrestling's focused.
1: best podcast.
0: Obviously duh. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to go to the UFC side uh, of this merger. And Obviously, you know, Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor is the highest watched or second highest watched boxing match of all time. And why is that? Because of the drama, because of the storyline, you a boxer versus MMA, all of that stuff. A white guy versus a black guy, outspoken guy versus outspoken guy, all champion, champion, all that shit. Right. Imagine with the production, the production staff and talent that the WWE has to make you fucking care about a Ms. John Cena WrestleMania match. Like it was the greatest thing in the world, what they could do with real fucking fights, like real knockouts and real fucking, you know, hotel drama shit. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. like, I'm interested in what the stories of assuming they go over there, what they can tell that side.
1: So you don't think the UFC invasion is happening, right? Like, Roman's going to be out there one day on the mic and the UFC invasion is going to come in.
0: No, but I tell you who's the most fucked from this. So here's uh, my next note. Who's the most yeah. fucked from this whole entire merger? Brock Lesnar. How mm. many times did we hear in his contract negotiation? Uh, well, fuck you, Vince. If you don't like it, I'll go talk to Dana. And then when Dana was like, cool, come over. And he's like, oh, you don't want to give me that extra pay-per-view yeah. bonus? Well, fuck you. I'll go back to Vince.
1: Well, now, yeah, now, now they sit on the do same board, <laughs> <You can't>, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, Go fuck yourself, you know, and he's older, but yeah, still, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah, want, nobody to could do... do that kind of thing now. Right, right. exactly. So, um, no, I, I, I don't think now maybe those aging gas bags in the UFC, you know, uh, not necessarily, he's not in the UFC anymore, but he's in Bellator. However, like a rampage Jackson, don't be shocked, right? Like People like that, I wouldn't be surprised if they show up in WWE a little bit more. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I wouldn't be shocked if, if you know, Israel Adesanya, for example, is a huge pro wrestling fan. I think I showed you this a few months back where he came out to The Undertaker's yeah. song, you know? Mm-hmm. I Don't be shocked if the next fight he has, assuming he wins this weekend, which he probably won't, but if you assuming he does, if he's in the corner of Seth Rollins when they're doing whatever to lead up to a UFC fight of his. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So currently I think with this situation now, Vince kind of is back in charge. And you know, we like to discuss what we talk about or, or what we see on the TV screen. Now however 100%. this is a big news item, but there's been a lot of discussion about what does that mean for creative is he actually back in charge of creative and we got to tweet the table from uh, at brian j bay bay he says triple h coming out with a promo like he just lost his job hashtag tweet the table uh where do you think
0: that kind of stuff lies
1: do you think vince is oh. back in that game and
0: yeah mm. i think not knowing anything right i don't know shit about dick right but i would guess triple h is now in that eric bischoff paul Heyman role where it was that big splash of, look who's running Raw, and look who's running SmackDown. And as soon as that you know number dipped just a little bit, it was, well, they're out of here. Vince is taking over. Mm-hmm. That uh, Triple H has never been on thinner ice as an outsider's perspective than he is right now.
1: Interesting. Uh, now know.
0: now he did, it, get, it got reported by the Forbes of the world that with this merger, Nick Khan got... 15 million and triple h got five million dollars so it's yeah, not Nick, as if they didn't Nick make Hull's out president of,
1: uh, of wwe now right in this well, new company yeah. uh yeah oh yeah no i mean look they all made money of course and they're going to continue to make money because that's their reward for everything they do is getting money mm-hmm. um but jeffrey Silsis says vince was back in charge for night two WrestleMania happened, right? Theo earlier said, uh, Happy Wrestling New Year. It's uh, kind of generally the feel from wrestling fans around, right? WrestleMania, unless you have some stuff to close up on this WWE Well, merger. I was going to say,
0: going into WrestleMania, mm-hmm. yeah, two of the things that I made an observation of from WrestleMania that I think deals with this merger that you're going to see a lot more of. Well, one is, as we mentioned already that I have written down, layoffs. Uh, you yeah. know, the wrestle talks and what cultures of the world that report on all these layoffs. You're going to have a fucking video an hour for the next two weeks of 10 to 200 people getting released right but the other thing that i think you're going to see a lot more of from a pro wrestling's perspective is uh if you're interested go google the ufc octagon that shit looks like nascar on crack with all the advertisements and as you saw from wrestlemania turbo tax this and cinnamon toast crunch that that's the new uh, norm yeah, not
1: only did we see it so did our fans uh the spanish downs table nation uh and we got another tweet the table which again follow us on twitter at table show tom live tweets during big events uh always out there making friends uh, and, and, and and you know a few enemies uh but we got one from at justin floor says if matches are able to be sponsored wrestlers should be able to have sponsors on their gear hashtag tweet the table and yes they should however what tom said is going to happen they will outfit the ring and everything else the wrestlers no no no, you can't do that no it has to go through us first if wrestlers are sponsored on their gear it will be through wwe uh endeavor whatever or whatever new corp whatever we're going to call it like because that's they have all the power now as you were discussing right like the power struggle here between performer fighter whatever you want to call it. And company here grew a little bit wider in this.
0: Well, and if you are going to see the sponsorships, it's not going to be, uh, you know, wrestler driven. It's going to be, you're putting what on my gear? We're putting this beef jerky shit on, you know, they ain't going to be the ones making the decision, but you might see sponsorship
1: on their stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like some, some guy's going to come out in a biker gimmick, but he has going to say skittles on the back of his ass.
0: Yeah. Or he's going to be the Harley Davidson rider of the week. And he's going to oh come God. out eh, and, and and they're going to have a feud between a Harley guy and a Kawasaki guy. And that's the whole fucking three month feud is what bike is better. I'm the better motorcyclist than you are. Hey,
1: Tom, I think, he, I think you hit it right there. They're going to start doing that. We discussed how I said, man, it looked like you guys were trying to go into this, like pro wrestling with the stars kind of motif. And that leans just kind of right on what you're talking about. Like, hey, we can set up these storylines to be commercials for you. If you Mm -hmm. sponsor this match and give us $5 billion, whatever the fuck it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, just go back to WrestleMania. Oh, Christ. What one was it? Yep. The WrestleMania that Booker T wrestled Edge. If you remember how that fucking started, it was over a fake shampoo conditioner ad. Remember Booker T had it. Edge stole it from him. It was this international. We didn't really have a fucking thing. That's going to be real now. It's going to be the head and shoulders battle of the locks between, you know, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and the The loser has to shave their head. Yeah. That's what he
1: says. The ring mat will have flaming hot Cheetos printed on it. Yep. That's going to happen.
0: Like I said, you might have a fucking sponsorship just well, you know how the, uh,
1: the ring apron is now screen anyway. They're just going to have a rolling. It's going to look like a goddamn baseball outfield. Just constantly rolling.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's going to look like a NASCAR race, except yeah. that they're not cars. They're just advertisements. It's like legitimately yeah. advertisements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be bullshit. Yep. They're going so, yeah, to have record profits, record profits, <laughs> record profits. Good for you. And that's the other thing too. That's, you know, I've said this before in episodes long ago, but I always hate when people are like, you know, a big time fight, right? Like going back to that Conor McGregor, um, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight when they're like, do you know how much money they're going to make? And it's like, it's yours.
1: Yeah. It's your money.
0: (laughs) It's your fucking money. You don't have to support any of the shit. Like, and like, I don't, that doesn't make me want to watch something because they're going to make a bunch of money doing it. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Let them be short-sighted and go for the quick money grab and have, you know, P.F. Chang's uh, racist wrestler of the month, and
1: you don't fucking watch it. And then it was just the easiest, like, to spot, like, fake fight. <laughs> they just didn't even care to pretend it was real for yep. uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next sponsored tag team match, the Marlboro Man and Harley Davidson versus Skull Man and Kawasaki Biker Dude, says Theo P. in the Right chat. there. Right there right on the there? YouTube chat, you should be following us on the YouTube as well. We are YouTube.com slash Spanish Announce Tube. Or if you just search in the YouTube, you can find us at Spanish Announce Table Podcast. Tom, WrestleMania, man. Ah, you know. Listen, I'm going to be completely honest with folks here. I didn't watch it. I watched things later, a match, you know, or two back later the next couple nights. But Saturday and Sunday night, I didn't watch it.
0: Uh, I did. I watched both nights. I live tweeted during both, uh, both nights of WrestleMania. I'm going to steal this from someone who I can't remember, but I saw it online and they described WrestleMania like this. Saturday night was the night when you get back with your ex and you forgot about all those great memories and you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, Things feel great. Yeah. And then Sunday night feels good. I remember this. Yeah. And then Sunday night, you remember why you're not Stabs fucking David anymore. Kidney. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was WrestleMania. Saturday night was pretty good. Saturday night had some. You told fun me. Stuff.
1: I told you I was like, oh, I didn't watch any of it yet, and you were like, you even were like, what the fuck else did you do? <laughs> then, yeah. But then you were like, it was a fun night of wrestling, and I was like, okay. And I saw positive reviews, so that's where I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back and watch a few things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, I watched a few things, and then Sunday I didn't watch it all, and I didn't see such a great review from Sunday to oh. say that.
0: It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, so let's go real quick. I'm going to go night one, uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just- Well, I know how quit. it kicked
1: off, and we'll use hashtag Tweet the Table to introduce it, unless you have something No, you oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. About. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's right. do that.
1: It started with John Cena and Austin Theory, right? And at Theo75 says, I hope Austin Theory beats Glad Handing Cena and retains the US title in front of those Make-A-Wish kids. That would be awesome. Hashtag WrestleMania, hashtag Tweet the table
0: so i'm going to jump ahead a little bit and we can okay. do a bit, little bit more of a deep dive when we get to it but i thought honestly the most fascinating thing to me was that john cena brought out these make-a-wish kids and lost
1: and lost yeah.
0: <laughs> and then on night two cody gives his belt to negative one who again lost his father former wrestler luke harper and WWE, yep. you know um brody lee and AEW and lost and it was like hey that's the spot where they win like if they have the mega wish kid you let them win like nope fuck you and cena i
1: mean i know you're acting and maybe you you have to keep a certain hair for a look for a role that you're currently doing but man oh it's god awful maybe let's wear a skull cap or something
0: yeah let's go hogan-esque and just wear the fucking bandana. bandana it's fucking bad well and that's the other thing too is he, he's been balding for a while this yeah. is not a new revelation he was balding in his prime but he had a short haircut where he ecw'd it and he you know accented the positives and hit the negatives and this is like nope look at that fucking thing right there that fucking it looks
1: like the eye of the hurricane right there
0: yeah. <laughs> oh shit yeah, it looks like a weather map from florida yeah yeah it's fucking horrible
1: yeah, man. Um, God, I, you know what else was? I don't know. The night ones was so, that yeah, the tag team night match. One, that was the yeah. Tag so team night matches, one, right?
0: yes, night one was the tag team match. So some of the duds, and no offense, but some of the duds in my opinion, John Cena, Austin Theory. That was a SmackDown match that they just happened to do at WrestleMania. Yeah. The the multi man tag match was fun. The Street Profits won, but nothing was yeah. out of this world. That's a standard again SmackDown kind of match, right? Uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Logan Paul that had some good spots and it was got your celebrity stuff. Oh, but yeah, but for tweet me, the table
1: about Logan Paul.
0: Oh, let's get to yeah, it.
1: Yeah, at Brian J. Bay Bay says, Logan Paul coming in on a zip line. Look, dude, you aren't Shawn Michaels. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he knew that, right? Um, <laughs> But I think the, the, the spot where uh, Logan Paul's going to do the dive through the table and Seth Rollins grabs that other influencer named KSI and it, he hits his friend, that kind of thing. That was fine, too. Becky, uh, Lita and Trish beating damage control was fine. Nothing astronomical happened there. But for me, I was going to say it's the entrance of the year, but it was topped on dynamite. But at this time, the entrance of the year was Dominic Mysterio just hitting all the fucking notes you need to hit to be that fucking idiot character that mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. Just great.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been much better to watch in this dumb character that he's playing. And and I don't, I don't know what portion of it is he's just lucking into playing this well or he's really honing his craft and getting better, but whatever. He gets his props for this because uh yeah he's become i i like him now <laughs> you know what i mean I'm like, I'm like more of this right yeah, yeah. It's, it's so easy to be like this guy what
0: a yeah, douche, the highlight right? <laughs> package the highlight package of his time in prison yeah. and then him coming out with the security guards that he didn't need the police <laughs> officers wearing the ray mysterio mask is yeah. just another jab to ray just fucking yeah, awesome. But
1: uh, man, I don't, I don't know that I would have had Ray win this match. I don't, know. No! I
0: don't know. We talked about it in our God. picks. The perfect thing here to do was to retire Ray. Dominic then takes that mask, right? So this is how I would have done it with given the hindsight that I have. He walks out with that mask on, right? With the four police officers. He's in handcuffs again, just going right. over the top, right? They do the match. He does the stuff with his family, all that. He still beats Ray, and then he goes to put that mask on, throws it down, goes to grab Ray, takes his mask off, puts that mask on. The the daughter and the mother run into the ring to help Ray. He walks out. Ha ha ha! I'm the fucking coolest guy in yeah. the room. That's how you do it.
1: Shoulda, but they didn't. Uh, they Jeffrey didn't. still says uh, the mask had me floored.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um. Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, though mm-hmm. emotionally, I thought the match of the night was KO and Sammy versus the Usos. That was sure. the like payoff of all the months of storytelling, right? But just the hey, what match would you watch again? Charlotte versus Rhea okay. Ripley was that fucking match. Okay. These girls, Sheamus yeah. and Gunthered each other. The, the YouTube
1: chat twenty minutes is talking it up. They're giving it all kinds of stars.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, it was the female version of Gunther Walter All right, versus but, Sheamus. It was
1: uh, awesome. Uh, speaking of the KO and Sami, we had two Tweet the Tables. Uh, Katie First Lady says, Who would have thought Kevin Owens would be main eventing WrestleMania two years in a row? And Mr. Fourth Row says, KO and Sami as tag champs should be a lot of fun. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And uh, you're taking numbers with the first thing I did too. That's not the WrestleMania main event.
0: That's I know they call the it a main event, but... It's not. It's not. It's not. It just well, and even... Even on top of that, let's also pump the brakes, Tony Stewart. Last year was a talk segment that turned into a wrestling match. They fumbled that shit so hard that they that didn't even have a fucking match. Yeah. Yeah. And Vince so,
1: really fucked that whole segment up too.
0: Yeah, well, because he's fucking garbage. Yeah. Uh person and a performer. Um but so KO yeah, no.
1: and and Sammy as tag champs, of course it would be fun. You could say you could pick. 10 different storylines that KO and or Sami Zayn do over the the rest of their careers. And you could say to each one, this should be fun. And the law of averages is telling me you're going to be right most of the times because those guys are that goddamn good.
0: Yeah. I will say though, kind of the fallout as you kind of peek into raw, the weirdest thing for me. And again, that show, the Raw after mania was fucking (laughs) boring. I watched
1: none of it. I heard it was the drizzling shits.
0: Very boring. Very, very boring. But the worst indictment of the whole thing was you just had Sammy and KO conquer the Usos. They issue an open challenge. And guess who doesn't fucking answer it? The Usos. The Usos. What the fuck was that? (laughs) The fucking Street Profits did. And that's fine. But like. Huh? Huh? Don't make yeah, any sense.
1: It doesn't make any sense, but that's that's what yeah. they do there. They don't make a whole that's lot, of sense. Yeah. A whole so
0: lot then, of sense. Yeah, and so then night two, uh, you had some fun. Brock Les- Lesnar and Almos was fun. It was big men's smacking right. meat. meat. Right. You love that. Yeah. The uh, women's it. four-way. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the women's four-way, shit. Uh just, just bad all around. The match of the night for me was Again, I'm talking as far as like, hey, Tim, you didn't watch any of this. This is the match you should watch was Walter Gunther. Yes. Famous and Drew McIntyre. Those motherfuckers got a standing ovation from Michael Cole. That was as <laughs> legit as they yeah. come. He wasn't told to do that. He right. was just like, this fucking thing was the best. I
1: have heard that this is the man. This is something that's on the list to like, go back and watch. Cause I haven't yes. watched anything of night. Well, no, I did watch the main event of night too, but um, yeah. But, yeah. but
0: that was the fucking best. Uh, Edge Finn Balor that made news because Finn Balor got busted open the hard way, like really deep. Saw the deep. pictures
1: of that, like on the top of his head. And it was. Ugh. But
0: Ugh. again, look, guys, if we're gonna say it's a hell in the cell, you can't stop it because of blood. Yeah. You can't. I'm sorry. That's just the rules. You don't stop it, right? Right. That that match has been such. A bastardization of what it originally was conceived that that just needs to stop. Yeah, you know they stopped it when or least Seth Rollins and the and the fucking uh, finish
1: right. If you think oh shit, yeah. we got to get him out of here,
0: then Russia finish. Then Russia yeah. finish. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean that match with Edge and Finn Balor. Then you go back to the Fiend and Seth Rollins stopping in a DQ. Like it's yeah. fucking the match is done. You can't come back. It's done. Bye bye. Bye bye. But. Okay, and then you had Roman Reigns defeat Cody, and we can talk about that. But the moment of the fucking night.
1: I know, yeah. <laughs> and I saw this. I had to go back and see this. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is speechless. He's laughing so hard, no sound is coming out of His face is Cut as down red as.
0: To a better person? Cut down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, This is so. Miz is the host of WrestleMania, right? He's the host of WrestleMania. And on night one, who comes in and beats <gasps> him up, right? Somebody beats him up on night one. I forget who it was. And, uh, you know, so Pat they're running. McAfee. The... Oh, yeah, it was Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. So night two, they run the same shtick back. And here comes the money. <laughs> and out comes Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, who back when he was talking about the Mean Street Posse was saying uh, trains on the best equipment that money can buy, right? The best supplements money can buy. (laughs) Hires the best trainers that money can buy. Does one leapfrog and rips his fucking quad.
0: (laughs) The the best. The best part of that whole fucking thing, though, was at the exact moment that his quad explodes. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Michael Cole say, "Well, Shane still got it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah well,
1: he <you> had it. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Oh, fuck that guy. That was so crazy.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Tom instantly told me I had to check that out that night because you were like, you have to go see. <laughs> oh my uh,
0: God.
1: Good times. Oh. Something's <laughs> up with that family in the quad tears. Probably has something to do with the uh, yeah. WWE nutrition guy. Oh, today, it's the know? chicken they eat. It's yeah, the it's chicken. the chicken, right? Yeah, it's it's the growth the hormones in the chicken that they yeah, eat. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: That's the moment of the life for me. I love that so much
1: i don't know you've ever laughed this hard on the oh show my ever. God.
0: i'm sweating <laughs> i love that so much oh god i love it i love it i love it so much i just love it <laughs> okay Woo. okay um and then yeah roman okay roman then beats cody and so That was weird
1: too. Right. I I guess I just like, I thought I even originally picked Roman and you talked me into picking Cody because it just feels, it just felt right. You know, it just
0: felt. At a high level overview. I will say this. If you go back and I can't remember again, sorry, whoever I saw this online, it's probably someone more famous than me. So that's where I stole it from. But the, the, the point that they made is, Hey, if Cody wins, this is the easiest road to a championship of all time. Yeah. Never once did Roman send the Usos to attack him. He had a match with Solo Sokoa that was legit one-on-one. Here we go. beats true. the yeah, lowest ranking point. member of the bloodline and nothing. He, there was no adversity to getting this championship match, except for winning the rumble when she came in 30th. Yeah, True. No, you're and right. then he would just wins the title. So like that made no fucking yeah, sense. No, I didn't right. think about it that part, but yeah. So for Roman to lose it to a guy that just kind of. Right yeah. And yeah, into it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was running the risk of, of the same thing, right. Of just like us being like, we don't want this. Like when they originally pushed Roman, when everybody wanted Daniel Bryan, right. Uh, it was running that risk. So maybe it, it averts some of that disaster. Maybe. Um, well, it kind
0: of also ran the risk of Cody and AEW, right? Uh, yeah. Where it's just like, hey, man, uh, you're trying a little too hard.
1: Uh, and and you speak about this worst raw after mania ever. And Cody then teams up with Brock Lesnar and then Brock Lesnar does Brock things. We got to tweet the table about that at uh, Katie First Lady says, are we all just realizing that Brock doesn't play well with others? Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah, and it it was cool. What I liked about it was the setup. How Paul Heyman said, look here, we're not fucking dumb. So if you're wanting this tag match, can't be someone debuting. It has to be someone who we saw at WrestleMania. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing was, and then if they team with you, they can't wrestle Roman for the championship. Well, fuck who would take that? But then you go back to SummerSlam, which was one point of kudos I will give to the Cohesiveness of the storyline is well. Brock lost that opportunity at SummerSlam, yep. Cam. so yeah, hey, he's gonna him. fucking take it tonight. Yeah, why not? So I liked all of that. That was pretty uh, interesting and entertaining. I also liked just because he's a fucking nerd. Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Cody. It fucking made me happy. And again, I'm talking about the character. I don't know the real person. The character Cody, um, and so that made me happy because fuck that nerd, you know. So
1: listen. When I saw the ending, because I watched that, right? I want to see how they went, right? Is Cody or Roman? Roman won. I was kind of like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, I, kinda, I was like, I, I didn't want Cody to win this.
0: Yeah. Well, because now it makes it even more like of a Herculean effort to beat him because like Cody didn't even do it at WrestleMania. So like, when yeah. will this happen? You and know that know guy I mean? solved racism. I I mean, come on. And he can't beat a Samoan at WrestleMania? You know who's going to do it, though. Who's that? Because Vince is in charge. Who's that?
1: Is it? That's the. You think that's going to happen?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Rock It huh? is going to be. For you listening
1: that. on the podcast? Tom was holding up a, a Rock action figure uh, to the camera. This is why you should watch live
0: YouTube yep, it's Thursday night at, at precisely seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's 1 million percent. Now the rock now that they've sold to endeavor and they're looking to make every penny back because that's the other thing going back to the uh, merger of all of this and the acquisition and stuff. I think if I read this correctly, it puts endeavor at $5 billion loss right now Mm. with everything they've done, everything, everything. They're at a $5 billion loss. So if you don't think they're trying to get every fucking penny out of every fucking thing, you got another thing coming. So it's not going to be Jey Uso. It's not going to be Jimmy. It's not going to be Sammy. It's going to be the fucking Rock. Uh, look,
1: Jeffrey Still says uh, the Rock won't be doing it either. Roman is breaking Bruno's record. He would be champion for like five more years. I think I saw to do that.
0: At, hey, look, it still might break Bruno's record, but it's going to be the fucking Rock. <laughs> Even in five years, it's going to be the Rock who does it. You think it. the
1: Rock's going to break Bruno's? Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be the rock who who beats Roman. That's what they're doing. One million percent. I tell you hey, what Hey look. No, no let no. me tell you real quick. I was a motherfucker on this podcast day one, day one ish, as the Usos used to say, that said when Vince got kicked out, no he didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And look at it here now. Hmm. I'm yeah. not right on a lot of things, but when I am right, I fucking I'm right. tell you about yeah, it.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I will definitely remind you that I, was I will indeed, remind right.
0: you. So <laughs> yeah. be ready for this next year. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I watched some of this WrestleMania, but I t- this week, their biggest week of the year. Right. And then, and the biggest news ever didn't do anything for me wanting to like, give it more shots. You know, I, I just don't like this product. I don't like the mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. And I think I'm sticking with AEW for a while.
0: Well, I even said this uh, last night during uh, Dynamite, but I even and I stand by this: the first thirty minutes of Dynamite, which we'll recap here uh, in just a moment, was better than the last seven hours of WWE programming. One million percent, I'll take 100%. that thirty minutes over the seven hours 100%. every single time. How yeah, much yep. I smiled! Oh my god! So let's get into it, Tim. Last night from Long Island, New York, we saw AEW Dynamite, and it kicked off. With the match, air quotes, it was Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Dalton Castle, Juice Robinson. Yeah. Taking on, it sounds exactly like him, uh, (laughs) taking on Ricky Starks. But, psych, it wasn't a match. Because Jay White, who was a big rumor that would he be at Wrestlemania, would he not be at Wrestlemania? He was on Dynamite. So, We don't get a match. Jay White immediately attacks Ricky Starks with Juice Robinson. Bullet Club, pew, 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 rubber band club for life is now in AW. Tim, what do you think about the placement of Jay White here? What do you think about him debuting? All of the I think this uh, is a good way to that.
1: debut someone, right? To introduce a new character into this thing going on, right? So we tease the delivery of the match that we're all wanting to see, right? All of us in quotes. And uh, we get Jay White. I just, man, I haven't been sold on many of these Bullet Club. We made our name in Japan, guys across the industry. Much, you know what I mean? Like Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say is probably the one who I think is the most esteemed. Yeah. in my mind.
0: Yeah, I but like the him rest. Most.
1: I can I can do without. Right. I agree. Yep. AJ Styles maybe of course is is up there. Where's that guy
0: been? Yeah, I mean he's he, I, he made his name. He rejuvenated his name in Japan, yeah. but he was an impact guy yeah. more than anything yeah. else. But yeah, where's he been? Is he injured? Yeah, him? he oh. broke his okay. foot.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, just Jay
1: White. I'm like, uh, okay, we're bloated here in AEW. We've talked about this. I don't know what we're gonna do mm-hmm. with the Jay White that's gonna move me.
0: Well, here's the thing that I'm the most worried about is yeah, Jay White is this internet darling. I even said that I'm not the highest on Jay White, and I was met with. A lot of you need to check out his work. I've just seen it right. And we even saw him in AEW before. If you recall, yeah, they did that match right. he's been where here. it was Adam Cole and Hangman and uh Okada. So we've seen him before. You know, not saying I hate him, but yeah, I mean my biggest concern. Bad. I just no. Yeah. My biggest concern though is we're just gonna sacrifice Ricky Starks after he beats Jericho, goes through all that bullshit with Jericho. This is his next thing after all that, yeah, and he just gets thing beat is beat by Jay White. Well, and
1: yeah, so so the caveat of that is well, maybe he doesn't maybe he overcomes Jay white Well, then what
0: does that mean about Jay White <laughs> and the <laughs> bullet club because it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be Dalton Juice Robinson here and so what the fuck happens like then they're just schmucks yeah, it's gonna, gonna be I juicy mean? Robinson yeah so like unless you have another fucking person that Ricky Starks teams up with
1: rock hard Juicy th- Robinson, right?
0: Oh, oh, you know who we, they need to fall oh, Tim
1: light bulb went off over Tom's head.
0: Yes. Here. This is how you need to do it. I get that. He has something going on and we'll get to it a little bit later in the show, but this is how you pivot out of that. Cause it's going nowhere and how you get your homegrown talent over the bullet club without the bullet club necessarily looking like complete idiots. Hmm. You have this two on one dynamic going into, uh, All in, which we'll talk about again, the announcement later on in the show. But you do Juice Robinson, Jay White beating up Ricky Starks, beating up Ricky Starks, beating up Ricky Starks. And then you have Ricky Starks say, hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going back to my roots. Challenge you to a tag team match. You two versus me and a mystery partner. Going back to my roots of who Ricky Starks is. And you go back to who you can trust. And you know who he has as his fucking partner? Hook. You have Hook and Ricky Starks take down this Bullet Club. They just say, fuck yeah. And then they just, they can go again apart from each other. But that's how you get both of them to look fucking great beating the Bullet Club. And then again, it's Hook and Ricky Starks. So like the Bullet Club doesn't look too stupid.
1: Yeah. I like that because you can even throw in a one-off backstage interaction powerhouse Hobbs right like he can be kind of staying in the corner while they're doing something and being like fuck right like yeah, you mean, know what I mean
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean powerhouse Hobbs wouldn't even be a bad idea either because you could just say he's tired of this QTV bullshit he's hanging around but now they have real beef because yeah. the thing with Hook that I was thinking about is that Hook beat Ricky Starks for the FTW championship but then shook his hand and then just left right like it was just right. good yeah that's why Hook and right. Ricky. Starks, no, that's what I
1: mean. It would almost I just have to just that like side eye kind of thing, being like, "The fuck is going on here?" And they'll be like, yeah.
0: "You could <laughs> even have, oh, Tim, let's have fucking fun with this real quick." You could even do it this way, have it do, have it done this way, where Ricky Starks is on commentary for Jay White's in ring debut with Juice Robinson at ringside. Jay White beats Sir Pintico, right? Whoever the fuck. Um
1: yeah, probably that.
0: And then. They're just talking shit to Ricky Starks on commentary, and Taz just looks over. Like you go to the commentary team, and Taz just looks over and goes, You know what you need to do. And Ricky Starks is like, takes off the headset and just leaves. And then the next week says, I challenge you, mystery partner. And there you go. It's fucking hook. Taz made it happen yeah. at the commentary booth. Yep. You can even oh. have
1: just have them like they inadvertently touch Taz uh while they're fucking with ricky starks at commentary and that just sets hook off and then like and and ricky starks have this thing be like one more time like well all right Mm -hmm. one more time we'll ride one more time beat these motherfuckers ass
0: too bad they don't have like a hand gesture like the shield because like remember how fucking cool it was when seth rollins and dean ambrose finally got back together yo
1: here's what it is right so okay so they're they're messing with ricky starks they're shoving they accidentally bump taz a little hard hook comes out lays waste ricky starks Staring at him, he looks down at the uh, at the uh, commentary table, grabs his bag of chips and offers him the hook. Oh, yeah, yeah, the chips,
0: the bag of chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, the, chips. the bag of chips.
1: It's in the chips. Yes. That's a fucking way to do it, mm-hmm.
0: guys. Snacks. That a wrestling cocaine,
1: but we'll probably go with the chips.
0: Yeah, guy snacks. If you're gonna go with chips, guy snacks.
1: The originator, inventor of the barbecue potato chip, so you know it's gonna be good. Guy's potato really chips good. out of Kansas. It meat. is my favorite. Like
0: so I've good. done so many shameless plugs on so here good. that I didn't get paid for because I like Guy's snacks that much. I'm being dead serious. Sour cream and onion. Wow, well, barbecue is very good too. But sour cream and onion, that's mine. Uh, all right. So then we go backstage, and Jericho uh, is talking about how Adam Cole won his match last week over Daniel Garcia, and he just doesn't <laughs> fucking like how he celebrated. Hey. Yeah. And look, which uh, you know it
1: makes sense. It's plausible. Yeah. It's logical.
0: I don't fucking like that guy. He needs to learn some respect. Well, even
1: that, he was like, listen, you, ha- you did your thing. You had your celebrity, you had the girl, but then you kept doing it. And now my guy's got to walk out looking like an idiot in your streamers mm-hmm. and shit. Like, yeah, that makes says, sense. about that? That was fine.
0: Yeah, 100%. And then he yeah. even says something to the effect of, like, he has no respect. I don't like the disrespect. And Keith Lee goes, what'd you say? Hey, me and Adam Cole, we've had battles before, alluding to yeah. NXT. Uh, and other places, but NXT most recent. And I don't necessarily like, you know, hundred percent think that guy's on the up and up. But you disrespect people all the fucking time, and he big brothers him, and he just like stands over him, and he's like, "So next week in Milwaukee, kicking your ass." And he's like, "Oh shit!" And there we go. What do you uh, think about that?
1: I like that. I like when Keith Lee's dad came out and punked out Chris Jericho, and then walked away. But I like that t- salt
0: and pepper look. I love it. <laughs>
1: but then Tony Schiavone just kind of like. Fucking with with chris jericho with this things like he's
0: gone yeah you
1: guys, you're right yeah, it's you yeah. To <laughs> like you're gonna get your ass kicked uh so that should be fun um but it, it i guess it's a maybe they're just pivoting away maybe they got when that like people really didn't care to see jericho adam cole and maybe we're gonna do this pivot off to keith lee or is this just a step in the way to jericho getting adam cole
0: yeah, it's still Jericho, Adam Cole, and then this is a way to reignite that feud between Swerve and Keith Lee.
1: So Keith Lee's going to be out down. there, Jericho's going to be in trouble, but yet somebody gives uh, Keith Lee's dad the old KCCP,
0: That's and it's Swerve, Swerve
1: and his, his guys that need acting classes.
0: Well, hopefully he has a special announcement on a live episode of Rampage. And, again, we record this on a Thursday night, so we don't even know what that happens because typically it's recorded. Uh, But I'm hoping that the announcement is I've dropped those guys. Fuck them.
1: Jeffrey Sills says, I'm loving the salt and pepper look on Keith Lee. Yes, it does look good on him. Uh, He says, he always reminded me of the Beast from X-Men. And, yeah, we have, I think, an episode title about that. Yeah, Yeah, you said he is is.
0: Beast. Yeah. He is Beast, 1 million percent. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so then we get into the ring, and we have our first title match of the night. It's the trio's titles, House of Black, taking on Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends. And here's some fun. We got a lot of good fun. I think everyone got to do their thing. Uh, Tim, what did you think Sue. of We got Sue. Oh, and we got Sue. Sue was probably the best moment of the night. I was like heartfelt. Like, I, I popped more, legitimately. I even said this on Twitter. I popped more for seeing Sue than I did Jay White. Yeah.
1: I also like how he fucked up opening the door on the van, and it tried to shut back on him. <laughs> and they just <laughs> laughed about it. And they're like, "Fucking, <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking, fucking oh, vans and these automatic doors! God damn! Good can't times. This technology, yeah,
1: yeah. Sue, uh, God, that should be their entrance every time. Like it should right, be I, Sue. Now I know Sue can't a, run the road, so
0: well, every pay per view. If they have a pay per view match, it needs to be Sue. One yeah. million percent, yeah. or at least picking them up. If they win, picking them up. Yeah, one of the two. Right, so yeah, and here again we got all the fun stuff. We got an Orange Cassidy doing the slow kicks to uh, Malachi, um, running it. Or Malachi it? Yeah. Black, yeah. Uh, we even got fucking Matthews picking up a win, doing the curb stomp. You know, shouting out his old mentor Seth Rollins from the WWE days, uh, and House Black wins. Nothing was bad about this match. I yeah, thought I we got all the fun shit in it. Uh, Trent did a fucking pile driver to Brody King, for mm-hmm. Christ's sake. That mm-hmm. was cool. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, a fun match, I thought.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, you can't go wrong if you got Sue.
0: No way. Happen. Yep, of course. All right. Then after that, we go backstage and we see a returning <clears throat> Christian Cage. Christian Cage looks into the camera, essentially says, uh, follow me, motherfuckers. And walks into the red light, and we are met with the demon dinosaur, yes. Luchasaurus. Yeah, Luchicanosaurus. I mean, goddamn, he's scary as fuck. Growing I it's extra, a growing extra
1: spikes. Out of Getting his more there.
0: dinosaur-like. More
1: dinosaur-like. Know? Um, I liked it. God yeah, it was good. Right, Christian. Christian is easily one of the most hateable faces in wrestling. And so him not even saying anything, even though he's one of the best heels on the mic, he can just look at somebody and be like, "Nah, no, nah, you need to be punched right now for looking at me that way. And he looked that way into the camera, and he's just like, you know what I mean, back in. And then and then he said, out of the red, and the smoke, and the in all, and just, mm-hmm. here's this dinosaur, right? And they're just, and that's it. I love the simplicity of it. Loved all of it. Good stuff.
0: All right. Don't forget, uh, as rumor has it, if you believe in those kind of things, uh, Vincent Rand hated Christian Cage's face so much that he tried to put a blue dot over it every time he wrestled. So, yeah. one person for yeah. sure hated that right. fucking yeah. face. <laughs> um, but who, who do you think they go after? Because I think Jungle Boys kind of pass them up. Yeah, I don't so know. Where does he go?
1: I don't know. Who's a baby face right now that just kind of. Because Ricky Stars comes to mind, but he's busy hangman's busy you're talking mjf they're going for the title what are you no are you no
0: about? no 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 i'm talking about the guy that was just in this last match we were talking about oh the international champion mm. orange, cassidy. orange cassidy take his ass out because he's already running on fumes that's true right
1: right then you the get a title
0: the opportunity give him the title running running on Love full it. speed there i could
1: get down <laughs> with that
0: yeah and then so orange think-
1: cassidy wouldn't care to go back and be like whatever
0: well okay yeah what what else are we doing
1: he's an easy guy to drop the title because it's believable that he doesn't like i'm getting it back right he's just like whatever
0: okay and christian cage as your mouthpiece for a championship without actually having to wrestle
1: monster a legit monster Mm -hmm. Luchicanosaurus.
0: yeah i i think that's where i would go but who knows we'll see big red dinosaur all right, Tim. Hey, <laughs> yeah. this one,
1: I mean. Ooh, before you do that, you see the shirt I'm wearing? You know where I got that? Where? Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh. Pro Wrestling Tees has the Spanish announce table on it now. All you got to do is search for Spanish announce table on Pro Wrestling Tees, or it's even slash Spanish announce table. We made it easy for you. Buy a shirt. You'll get a shirt. We'll get some money.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a win that. win for everyone. Win win yeah. for everybody.
1: But Speaking you were saying. Of-
0: yeah. yeah speaking of something great and also surprising you know uh rip my quad and call me Shane we had a fucking women's title match
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like you know it's like hereditary the quad rips in that family <laughs> Tom has been getting so much joy out of this quadrant. He's been laughing this yeah. way since, what, Sunday? <laughs> Saturday? I've somewhere? watched
0: it probably <laughs> 10,000 times. It's so great. <laughs> <see the> <laughs> trying to fight <bite> through it. <laughs> Fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> or <Poor> Shane McMahon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: yeah what a what a night okay. what a night
0: okay. <laughs> okay. but seriously then but seriously um we had a women's title match in the first 30 minutes of yes. the show
1: yeah interesting right
0: incredible i was yeah. so happy for him right this wasn't the main event where you got the extra pressure of like you know having to make sure you earn that spot It wasn't right before the main event like it always is. I thought this was great. It legitimately surprised me and made me interested to say, well, this isn't where it's supposed to be. So what's going to happen? What should happen here, right? Like when you change the cadence, you catch my attention. And so, uh, again, women's title match, champion Jamie Hayter taking on 98 pounds of Rio. And here's what I'll say. Because my wife, who was reading, uh, overheard that they said Rio weighs ninety eight pounds, and she's like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "I mean, I think that's serious." Like we saw her, and I was, like, she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yes, yeah. so I think she may be ninety eight pounds." And here's what I'll say: Pro wrestling is not a sport. It's not real. It's theater. We've had Rey Mysterio beat The Big Show. So, like, shut the fuck up a little bit. However, the problem I have with Rio the most is she does the dives that you need to do as a smaller wrestler, but she doesn't have the speed of a smaller wrestler. So with Ray and Toot and even, you know, Eddie Guerrero in WCW and Jericho, you know, early in his WCW career, they had this speed that when they went up against the Scott Halls or the, you know, Bam Bam right. Bigelow's, whoever it was, it was like, it was the fuck, rapid big-
1: fire. We don't know where you're landing. So I can't hit you with my slow punch. Right.
0: Right. And so with Rio though, like her, her speed is kind of the same as Jamie Hayter. So it's like, okay, how the fuck are you going to beat her then? Right. So like, that's my only issue with her wrestling style being that small is unfortunately, if you have the athleticism, I hope so. But like, you got to speed that shit up to make it a little bit more believable.
1: Uh, Jeffrey Sill says, Jamie hater is the best, but to sell out that stadium, you might need to drop it to Soraya and have her give it back in London in the main event. And more on that later, of course, but he says, I mean, hater hasn't had a bad match her whole title reign. And I, I think I'd agree with that.
0: Oh, remember that main event she had with her Karoshida where she, yes. it? I mean, that was hard hitting. You want know to talk about female match, hard hitting. That was right up there with them.
1: He says, Rio uh, just needs to carry a pipe everywhere she goes. Well, yeah, that
0: would help. Well, you know, I forget her name. Jeffrey, if she became
1: this, uh, this generation's version of the Sandman where she was just rolling out with a pipe and was just, you know what I mean? Bonkers, crazy hitting people with the pipe all the time.
0: I mean, you can make it a mix of Spike Dudley and Sandman where it's, Hey, like that. this small person probably is going to get fucked up. They most likely know they're going to get fucked up. They're going to try also crazy and they're going to yeah. have a pipe. And so they're not, yeah, not going to stop
1: trying. So yeah, you're going to have to like kill them.
0: Exactly. Now, uh, the thing with, yeah, we'll get into Wembley. We'll get into Wembley. Um, all right. So Jamie hater wins. Uh, we go back to the backstage, the outcast mock hater and say, we're going to win that title. We don't care who it is amongst the three of us, but we're going to win that title. Sure. Um, and then we go back to the ring kind of, because we get the Jericho appreciation society 2.0 and they say, let's get a claims response. Yeah. And acclaim comes out and they cut him down with every bar. They're pulling the George Santos line, mm-hmm. they're pulling some other fun shit. I mean, the crowds love it, everyone's loving it. And you would think 2.0 would be mad. And here comes Cool Hand Luke, and he's like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it sounds with like us. you guys want to fight together.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on Friday night, we're going to get an eight-person tag with 2.0 and acclaimed. What do you think happens here?
1: Yeah, I think they may drag this out a little bit more and we'll maybe get a payoff next Dynamite, right? Um, I thought it was, to me, JAS understood what happened, but yet they're still playing along. Like, either they think they can convince the acclaimed or they're like, yeah, 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 we get you, but... You wait to see what's what's coming for you at Rampage or whatever,
0: right? Mm, like the the they got embarrassed, but they went with it knowing that the backup is Hager and Garcia yeah. fucks them up. Well, you or think
1: something. I'm an idiot? Just wait.
0: Yeah. Yep. Right. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we come back from commercial, and it is MJF Day, Tim. MJF gets a key to the city does an interview with the local news. I believe it was, Mm -hmm. but the only time I could ever say it looked like he broke character. It looked like he was legitimately like happy and honored to get a key to the city. That did not seem like MJF. That seemed like whoever, you know, Max Friedman is or whatever his last name is. And so he comes out uh, to celebrate and we get pennies from heaven done mjf style (laughs) with the big orchestra band crowd is singing along oh
1: my god this crowd was so again it's it's long island it's he's getting the key to long island his hometown but like i love how much of a face he is in long island and and this goes throughout the segment how on a dime these fans were for mjf and only mjf
0: yeah and it was one million percent because uh, we get MJF coming down to the ring. One person they were definitely not for was the fucking governor of New York. <laughs> oh man, they hated that uh, fucking guy. What,
1: the mayor of Long Island or something, right? Or something oh, mayor, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. what he was. You know, dri- whatever they call it. But yeah, they booed the shit out of that guy. I like how MJF is even like, "Hey, listen, he's giving me the key to city. Don't screw this up for me, right?" They're still like, booing him, but I love how he fuck. even plays it off when he's like, "All right, thanks." And He's like, "Fuck out of here," you know what
0: I mean? He's like. All right. like yeah, fuck that this was, jerk off. Yeah, I mean that was funny, but that was definitely a miss. I don't think that that politician, mayor, whatever he was, was expecting that. Well, bad and maybe of a they, maybe he, maybe he knew
1: to expect it because kudos to him, he sold it right. Like I mean, he was yeah. he still like he wasn't nervous. He was still delivering that thing loud and proud into the thing. So I, either he knows enough to know I'm getting booed when I walk into this place, and I just got to deliver, or MJF or somebody smart enough like just keep just keep on script. They are going to boo the fuck out of you, but just keep on script either way. Uh, it came off great. Cause I love how he was just oblivious, right? Which he's a politician, right? So yeah. he's just
0: fucking booze are just raining down on him. And he's like, that's why we love this guy. <laughs> it was So fun. So, fun. so good. And so then MJF goes into story time with MJF as he typically does. <clears throat> and he talks about how a teacher, when he was in grade school, uh, basically called him out every or time like that. Yeah. Or, something yeah. like that. Called him out because he has ADD. And this was a
1: she, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. She, uh, and how she always would say, answer this question. He wouldn't know it. And so answer this question. She wouldn't know it. And so on the last day of school, uh, she was like, well, what do you want to be? And he's like, I want to be a pro wrestler. And she's like, that isn't going to pay off for you. And then in long story short, he's like, but look at me now. So, Don't be like uh, the teacher's name. I can't think Mm -hmm. of what it was. uh, And be a stupid bitch. (laughs) Don't be a stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We have that now uh, for eternity
1: in the Spanish. Don't be a
0: stupid bitch.
1: (laughs) We'll have to throw that out every once in a while.
0: And then he said, if you're a Long Island kid and only a Long Island kid follow your dreams and work hard and you can be like anyone except for mjf because he's better than you and they even go because you know it Mm -hmm. i mean fucking eating out of their hand or eating out of his hand and so then mjf goes up the ramp he's like hey guys let's do one more encore motherfuckers like get this shit going someone messes up
1: Jeffrey Sill says they gave the key to the city to a guy who admitted to committing a crime when he was getting a BJ. <laughs> I mean Long it's Long Island, Island you, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Sounds very unfortunate. Yeah, right? Surprised he key. didn't already have the key to the city. Yeah. Surprised <laughs> they didn't give it to him on the scene. Um so then uh he goes to do his uh his encore and someone in the band messes up. And MJF goes over to him and chastises Lights him. him we've been practicing this Don't mess it up and yep. he comes back to the microphone and uh-oh it's jungle boy and we get a pull apart again like you said credit to the crowd they hated jungle boy they did not <laughs> yeah. like his ass what? so yeah as they're
1: rolling whenever jungle boy would get on top the booze with thunder down and then when he would get flipped over it was instant yay, <laughs> right like it was so fun so fun that crowd
0: was so great and then in a thing that i thought was good theater is as they were pulled apart, the belt falls in the middle of them. And, hey, we go to the next match. Well, who is that? It's Sammy Guevara. And Sammy Guevara grabs the belt and is like, doesn't this look good on me? And the crowd doubly hates him. Mm-hmm. They already hated him ahead of time. And now they hate him for taking MJF's belt. So he holds it up, boo, all that stuff. And he gets it in Jungle Boy's face and then he throws it to MJF. Makes his way down to the ring. I really like that. Oh, touch that was great. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, look at Sammy. all that
1: cinematography oh, was good. great.
0: Very good. Uh, and so then we get in the ring, Sammy Guevara taking on Commander. And I know we say moves don't matter, and by and large, they don't. However, this Commander motherfucker, <laughs> he's got some and moves. In, I mean, running the ropes and not falling once. Mm-hmm. God damn. Takes a lot he of rest and cocaine. Yeah, he did a run-the-ropes shooting star press onto Sammy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's impressive. One take. Yeah, one this take. This is in a movie. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. One
0: take. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I will say that. Uh, yeah, he, but he did lost. a couple. But he lost. But he, lost. But he definitely <laughs> did a couple bumps of that wrestling cocaine before he walked out. Quite a bit. Because he had the focus to fucking do anything yeah. that his mind uh, was made up to do, except for obviously win.
1: Hyper-focus. Um, so I've heard with the cocaine.
0: Yeah, I mean, right? I mean that's yeah. in the movies, right? We've watched movies before, right. so yeah. Yes. Uh so yeah, Sammy Guevara wins. And then post match, I thought this was honestly probably Sammy's best promo. He gets on the mic and again getting booed out of this fucking building. But he says, Hey, MJF, the last time you beat me was because of Sean Spears and a chair shot, you fucking asshole. And then he says, You know, of all these pillars, you got here because of other people wardlow sean spears pinnacle inner circle all these things and i got here on my own which is not fairly 100 true um but he's like uh so screw you for thinking i'm not a champion and screw this city long island new york and then ah motherfucker you know and he goes i'm gonna be the champion of aew I thought this was good. What did you think of
1: that? Same thing. I mean, again, I I thought the thunderous booze helped for him to lean in and just be as vicious as he needed to be for this. Um, I I wouldn't say Sammy Guevara's promos have ever really been a weak spot of his game either, but I do agree with you that this is is probably some of the best work we've seen him do, at least in a long time.
0: I've always felt that Sammy's, and this is me being – a older man wrestling fan mm-hmm. his promos have always felt a little young it always felt like a kid yeah you know it felt and this one felt like a man right this felt like a i'm about to do some shit not yeah. like a oh, i'm gonna do it it's like yeah. he has a basic
1: voice i'm the best because look how pretty i am and i can do all the flips right and, and then yeah like you're like okay but it don't mean something when Fuck you get you. punched in the mouth. Right. And now he's a right. guy who's like, I'm ready to punch somebody in the mouth. And you're like, there it is. There, there it is. It is. Right. Yeah. yeah. That,
0: that was the difference for me in the, <laughs> it was the tone in which he said it. So, all right. So then we get back into the ring for the FTW title. It's hook versus Ethan page. And this was fine. This is probably yeah. one of hooks weaker matches. Cause it wasn't about hook. It was Correct. Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy distracting, hitting Ethan page Well, shocker. Didn't see that one. And I think it was two minutes and hope yeah. gets the victory. Yeah.
1: Fine. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully it can just seal that up.
0: That's what I'm hoping. I don't Done. want, I don't want a firm, uh, you know, Ethan page, big bill, Leah, Leonardo, not Leonardo. What the fuck is his name? Uh, yeah, who's, who's the black guy? No, who's the black guy? Um, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Yeah.
1: Yes, uh, I knew that. The taking whole
0: time. on Hook, Cassidy, and Hardy—that's what I don't want to have. Ever. It's
1: Very memorable to Lee Moriarty. He does a little dance. Yeah.
0: I agree. Cisco guy, Tiger style. Yeah, he's yeah. Cisco. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I hope. Old guy happen. reference. Yeah. no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, we thought Bow Wow was an old da- dated <laughs> reference. Fuck, 20 years before that. We're talking about the
1: Thong song now. <laughs> uh, fuck, that was
0: turn of the millennium, 1999, mm-hmm. I think it was. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But we move on, and we go to our big announcement. And it is Nigel McGinnis, newest member of yep. the Ring of Honor commentary team, Ring of Honor legend, former champion of Ring yep. of Honor. Uh, and he is with... Wrestling cocaine out, Tony Khan, because he was took all those bumps of wrestling cocaine. All he didn't blink. Them. I don't think. I'm no, not sure. He didn't blink. Yeah, man. So, Look, does, it, does he not watch these back? Don't you see well, it so in yourself? That, that's what I was gonna say. So I told you this. Ariel Hawani leaned into this whole he does cocaine, and whether he does or he doesn't, that's not for me to say. It's right. way better than being a sexual predator. So that's the first off, right? I don't always think though, that every time we see Tony Khan excited, he's on Coke, right? Yeah. I think what we're seeing is a kid who was a wrestling fan now getting to be a kid with all these toys who are actually humans. And it's just so exciting that he got the brand new Brian Danielson toy. Look at this. This is so much fun. And he doesn't know how to act. And then on top of that, he doesn't have feedback. I don't think anyone after that promo that he did, Adam Cole, Nigel McGuinness, camera guys, whatever. I like,
1: dude, you I- just stared right in the camera and read the cue card the whole time.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. hey, man, good enthusiasm. Next time, blink. Yeah, like, I don't think anyone Take fucking breath.
1: said that. Yeah. yeah,
0: man, it's so crazy to me that
1: people with these resources that when they get in these positions, like when they know, like, I'm gonna be a CEO or director are you not taking like public speaking
0: courses or have a coach or a it's that, it's that, it's that blind confidence where you're like, well, I got this far. So by myself, why would I need someone now?
1: Yeah. It's because of That's my genius, it is, I think. right? It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's...
0: Yeah, if I, why I need them to coach me. I'm the genius. Yeah. Look, the way to do a promo is not to fucking blink. Like, I don't know why these fucking people are like, I
1: mean, I think there's some cocaine residuals going on. I'm not going to lie, but like, he may not be of like, just hit a bump and coked up, but I think he's like, he's so nervous about messing up that he's like reading that word by word on the card because he doesn't want to appear like an idiot when he messes it up. So I've got to make this announcement and we're so happy and we're so proud and, and smile now to adam cole right like he's just he's so i think like you said locked in on that and then i don't like i don't my worry is like i know you're busy and you're always going but like you don't watch it back
0: you know uh, yeah
1: <laughs> and you don't with see this, it yourself
0: you don't <clears throat> yeah and with this you could have done a pre-tape it could have been like hey take one need to blink let's do it yeah, again yeah yeah you know what I mean? You didn't have to do it live if they did it live. Yeah, somebody that needs to get Tony a
1: thing that, like, we don't need him for this.
0: Right. It's fine when you well, come
1: out at the event when the cameras are off and you're like, everybody, thanks. We love you so much. Like, that's all that's heartwarming. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that feels cool, fine. But these on screen announcements of your big things, like, Man, let's get a director of communications out here or something. Mark Henry. Yeah. You know, just something. anybody like you, even if it's a suit. I don't care right but like mm-hmm. somebody
0: that knows their way around a speech yeah those post match uh, or post event uh, Tony Khan uh, speeches are fun by the way at the last one I got to scissor him did you know that Jeffrey Sill
1: says the snowman is about to sell out 90,000 seats a place WWE hasn't been since SummerSlam 92 this is ballsy for Tony to try uh, but I do feel like Wembley wouldn't have given him the stadium if he couldn't I think look I think we know enough about the British wrestling fans over there. They're going to go to this event, right? They yeah. clamor for these events. They can't get enough of them because they don't get enough of them if we're prob- probably being honest for how like how fervent uh these mm-hmm. fans are over there. So yeah, they very well might, but Impact Wrestling could have went over there and might have got maybe not Wembley, but like well. could probably could have drew way more than they ever would, right?
0: So the the if again if you believe all the wrestling statistics and all that, consistently AEW outdraws WWE across the board every single week. Like it's not even close. It's AEW. It's Dynamite Rampage, SmackDown, Raw. Like that's how it goes in in England. So nice. they're number one over there. Yeah. Now to get to this announcement. So Nigel introduces Tony Khan. Tony Khan then talks about how hey these revolutionary guys. The Mm. Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Cody, which I thought was an interesting time to mention Cody. They came up with this event called All In, and then I got involved, and then we have AEW. But to honor those revolutionary guys, we're going to do AEW All In. And so I thought that was really interesting that you could have... Now, one of the camera guys made sure to have a laugh-my-ass-off-Cody sign that they showed. (laughs) I don't yeah. know whose decision that was, but right. they had that sign show. Right, they
1: may have threw that sign out there. They may have been like, "Hey, somebody hold this."
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. However, Tony Khan verbally praised Cody, so I yeah. thought that was interesting to do it. Of all weeks, he did it this week to praise Cody, right? Yeah. Then on top of that, he introduces a- again Adam Cole, and let's review all of these big announcements. So this one, they're going to Wembley Stadium, as Jeffrey Sills said to us here. Wembley Stadium. Who's going to be the AEW guy that talks about it? Adam Cole. We go back, we say, we're doing Forbidden Door. It's New Japan and AEW. Who does the announcement for that? It's Adam Cole. Are we? Is Adam Cole going to be the fucking president? Like... Why is he in all of these announcements? He's never been champ.
1: Maybe, maybe he does some office stuff and they, you know what I mean? Maybe they are grooming him for that. I don't know. But, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, it's odd. It is weird. I, yeah, I don't know. Again, like you were there to make your announcement. You were making the announcement and then you were just like, now to talk more about it, uh, Adam Cole. So why didn't we just have Adam Cole do the whole thing? I don't know. Yeah. Or why don't we have Tony Khan just wear sunglasses? And, like, why, again, why did Nigel McGuinness have to, like, stand there and watch you say it the whole time? Why was he there? <laughs> right, Like, we could have announced Nigel McGinnis at a different point and then had you
0: or, or just agree. Adam Cole. It was all weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little clunky. Uh, but the thing that stood out to me, besides Wembley Stadium, 92,000, was that Adam Cole was just, like, yeah. again, talking some shit.
1: Well, and Jeffrey Steele says he'll have the talent to pull it off and let's not forget about that forbidden door that stays open. Yeah, it's not a forbidden door anymore. I don't know why we could. The door is not forbidden. It's the glory hole.
0: It is the glory hole, obviously. Right, it's the
1: AEW glory hole.
0: We helped AEW with that months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the other thing that I will say that I'm going to bet on. I'm going to bet we're probably going to see the biggest stage in AEW history. So I don't know. If 92,000, 90, right, yeah, right. we're going to be right. seated because there might not be 92,000 seats right. available.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's going to be packed. Like, they're yes. gonna. oh, it's going to be packed.
0: But it's not going to be Tyson Fury fight, right? Like, go watch a Tyson Fury card when he last boxed uh, last year in Wembley Stadium. That was a ring and a walkway. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to have way more shit than that. Yeah. So, let's also kind of, but it's wrestling. So, they probably, you know, fit in. 97,000 people. They'll say, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Of course. Of course. Um, so we'll see. I'm just excited because the thing that's interesting, if I, if my calendar is correct, I believe all in is a month before that next pay-per-view that they're building to.
1: Mm, so they've got to do two major events. Right. That. Cause
0: so they're saying this is in May, right?
1: I didn't catch when. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think so. What did they say? August, August. Oh, it's August. January, February, March, April, May. Oh, September is all out. That's what it is. So it's all in in August and all out in September.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: So here's the thing that I'll say to you, Tony Khan and Locker Room. You guys want to fucking be profitable next year. We need to have, and I'm just saying it because I said it when it happened and I'm still standing by it. We need to have, and I'm spoiling the main event here, but we need to have the elite versus CMFTR as your fucking main event. CM Punk and FTR mm-hmm. versus the elite. That's going to, Tim, a returning CM Punk. I don't want CM Punk to return. I don't, I don't look, like it.
1: I don't like look, it.
0: Look, you don't want, <laughs> you don't want. A straight edge, grumpy asshole, oh, confronting the guys he legitimately punched in the face live on television. Not really. You didn't like Jerry Springer.
1: I mean, I'm I'm not signing up to watch it again. <laughs>
0: oh, I will. I watch it 100. The, time. You the thing about
1: more- the CM Punk being back is, yes, that moment might be cool, but it means on the backside of it, we get another moment like. Like we had when he left, and we get more. And they fucking the guy won't ever go away and stop crying about how I don't get all of the respect and only the respect and nothing but everywhere I walk, people don't fucking smell me and say my ass smells rosy fresh. How dare they? Fuck except that guy, FTI. yeah. Except for FTR, and Ian that's why he likes yeah. them. Uh, yeah. but like that, you know, I just uh, I can I well, can deal without it. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything that much better. Than others that makes me want to put up with that.
0: I agree. But here's the thing that works in our favor, your favor, anti CM Punk hmm. full time favor. He's gonna get hurt again.
1: Yeah, right, He's yeah. gonna he rip a quad. Make it the, right, yeah. he'll, he'll pull
0: a he'll pull a Shane McMahon and rip it.
1: His- yeah. <laughs> High ankle sprain.
0: <laughs> I hope he debuts like Shane. Oh my god, I love that so much. I hope they have yeah. an action figure of Shane ripping his quad Yeah, it would make my life. Okay. Uh, so that was the announcement. And then I'm not even going to say this was a match. Blackpool combat club.
1: An action figure with a removable quad. You can just rip the quad off.
0: <laughs> or you just replace it with a rubber leg. So you try to put pressure on it and it just yeah. like, falls into. <laughs> <itself>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Fuck Shane. Um, I'm not even going to say that this next one was a match. I don't Blackpool combat club beat up three people that were not even announced. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Post match. Brian Danielson says, you know what? I love my family. Love them to death. You know, who also I love, I love John Moxley. Ripping that guy's fucking guys. Whatever he was doing. Ah, Yeah, Yeah, He's like ripping that guy's
1: mouth or something. Whatever he
0: said. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I like Claudio. And Claudio just looks like an action figure, yeah. you know? I like Yuda, and Yuda is a fucking asshole. Yeah, even though he's a,
1: Yeah, even though he's a dick or something, like whatever he yeah. said, like even though he's an asshole, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Yuda was like, <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, he's right, yeah. And then he says, these three guys were probably hired by those EVPs. They're amateurs. And you know what? Everyone's an amateur. After this weekend, I'm starting to think... We're the only professionals he, in he this country.
1: impotent amateurs at one point. <laughs> yeah. He was on something,
0: man. He was on that wrestling cocaine. Yeah, I'm telling you, wrestling cocaine will get you to that next level. And Danielson is just calling everyone amateur, 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 amateur. You're all amateurs, amateur, amateur. Yeah. Well, then that brings out. Hangman, Adam Page, cowboy shit. And -hmm. he's just talking shit the entire time. Like, you fucking assholes. What Mm -hmm. did you you think? I'm not going to come out here and kick your ass. Of course I'm going to come out here and kick your ass. And he does it because it's four on one. And here's the biggest plot hole of the night. So I understand maybe what we're getting with, but we should have got a backstory. Why his friends weren't there? Because Hangman's getting beat up. And Danielson's calling him an amateur. And then he's saying... I love these guys. I love everyone in the black. Each one
1: like trading punches on him. He's like, I love Moxie. And he's hitting him. He's like, I love Claudio. And he starts hitting him. That was a good touch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was great. And then he goes, no one loves you. No one's going to come out here and save you. And then he takes a fucking screwdriver to his head. Yeah.
1: Which good. Yeah. But the plot hole here is, as you've said, like people do love hangman. They've come to his aid against these characters before. Yeah, we just had
0: a couple weeks ago, Eveluino saying like we it's were all ready to put the belt on Eveluino, you know. And his 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 point was, yeah, we're here to save you. It's time for let us save you. So earlier in the night, you should have had something where Dark Order says like, hey man, if you want to fight those guys, it's on you this week, like or something. Or hey, young or just, bucks and Kenny Omega are here. hurt. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they're not here because of injuries or something. But like, you
1: could have had somebody like Hangman's, like you know, alone back there and he's, you know, talking to Evil Uno and he's like, your fucking flight was delayed, you know, like something,
0: something. Something. Because when you don't tell us that story, we know he has friends. And then you fast forward to this, all I was saying is, where the fuck is Stu and Evil uh, and yeah. Johnny And That's
1: me. the thing is, like, him saying, like, you don't have anybody that loves you, but, like, they proved that already. They came out and fought against you, like, you weren't there ryan danielson but uh uh you know he was up against mox right like they were like fuck you we are his friend we
0: love him now this is the only thing i'm hopeful for because aw typically doesn't do this big of a plot hole right my hope is next week hangman scorch earths his friends and it's like what the fuck with all you guys you were and then we get the backstory of Dude, Blackpool Combat Club jumped us at the airport or, you know, all this stuff. And Hangman never knew the difference, but he doesn't believe him now. And now he goes back into self-hate Hangman. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Right. Yeah. You know, right. That could be fun. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, So, yeah, Danielson, great villain. That's basically what I wrote there. And then we get to our main event. As I mentioned earlier in this show. At the time, the best entrance of the year was dominic mysterio and his prison entrance and it was good and it was definitely a more grander entrance than what i'm about to talk about however the ass boys coming out to many men yeah by 50 cent when everyone fucking hates them that is the chef's kiss of the
1: week Well, and just the whole, I mean, the spinning, like doing, and they're just, I mean, the guns have come a long way too. the guns. Yeah, they definitely
0: had a, oh, we're not standing. They had a, well, fuck yeah, we're standing here. We're the fucking guns. Like, stop calling us ass boys. We're the gun. They're still ass boys. But like, we're the fucking guns. Like, yeah, their confidence took a turn when you play 50 cent behind them. Mm -hmm. That was fucking cool. Yeah. I don't know how much they paid for that because they probably paid a pretty penny. Probably. But if Tony Khan can pay for that all the time, that needs to be their shit. I, that I needs
1: to, Because yeah, that, is that can
0: even wild. be used as a baby face, right? Let's mm-hmm. say Colton Gunn gets taken out. It's just Austin Gunn. He goes up against the Blackpool Combat Club. Play that fucking song. Here's the mini-men in the ring. like Fucking outstanding. It was outstanding. It was outstanding. And they lost. Well, and so <laughs> I like this match though for how <laughs> they lost because yeah. the caveat here, wasn't that the FTR had to lose or excuse me, the FDR had to win. They had to win the championship. Right. Mm-hmm. So at every turn, the ass boys are doing low blows and trying yeah, to hit them with to beg the ref to not. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, FD, and FDR and FTR, Yeah. Dax is don't fucking cash this. don't fucking do it. And then to his discretion, he's like, fine, fine. I won't do it. I won't do right. it. I won't do it. And kind of in a weird final spot, I thought they both pinned. Yeah them. An ass which, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess like doubly fuck yourself, you know, but yeah. FTR are now your second ever team to be your two time AW champions. The other ones being the Young Bucks, which feels appropriate. Uh So what do you think of the main event though? Overall?
1: Again, I like the story being told kind of, as you said, right with the, you know, we, we, you can't disqualify them, please. Right. Like don't do this to us. Uh, And then, you know, you know, the story's fine. Right. And the guns have come a long way but they're not, you know, beat ftr cleanly come a long way so
0: yeah i yeah i think it was it was definitely a turning point for them they lost the championships but now maybe it's just my own perspective here but with that entrance with that performance they do have the win over ftr in the past they are former tag champs whatever they do next can be a little bit more credible so if they go into a feud with best friends, or I, I can't even think. uh the, it, No, they already did the acclaimed, but any other baby face tag team, they will be the, were the big dogs in this feud. So I like that for them moving forward.
1: Yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And that was dynamite. And that was dynamite. And that was the week of wrestling, man. And it was uh, so much, right? Sell a WWE WrestleMania. ROH super card of honor. We had quad tears. We had ankle breaks. We had.
0: You got to see. And I I will say it again. At the end of this episode, you got to go out and watch Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Casanoli. That match was so good. And then you got to watch the post-match speech from Eddie Kingston because he loses it. And it's awesome.
1: And then you got to watch Shane McMahon ripping his quad. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we'll leave you with.